Bah, happy Halloween! Prepare yourselves for a Halloween mystery. The mystery of what happened to Sam Zalio in the second half of the show. We don't know, it's bad, but hopefully it's not too bad. If you're lucky, it may return before the end. Oh yeah, I'll start recording now. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we like to watch movies that we loved in our youth and see if they're actually still any good. I'm Nick. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. I'm Ash. Am I in this? And that's Bryce. And this time around, we're joined by a guest from the internet. We have with us uh, Gina DeVivo. Uh, welcome, Gina. It's funny. Thank you. The whole time, I'm like paranoid that I'm going to say M and not say Gina. <laughs> That's okay. I get called all kinds of names. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds bad. It can be good or bad. <laughs> we'll think of some names to call you. So you might know Gina as the character M from Future Girl which is a YouTube series. A very lovely. It's very funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's cute. Thanks. And so there's one season out now and a second season on the way. Is that the deal? Uh, we have one season out and a couple mini series. Uh, and then we also have some audio recordings, like audio radio adventures. Oh, and, oh that's fun. Well, yeah. I need to find that. All I I've seen is what's on YouTube. On the Twitter they, they uh, okay. push it on the Twitter, so... At Future Girl Show. And so the basic idea is you have taken a roommate to help pay the bills, <laughs> and your roommate is from the future. Correct. And because neither of us... Uh, she's a student in the show, and I can't hold a job very well because I'm too creative to be tied down, is what I like <laughs> to say. Um, we bring on a Viking who has many many gold coins that pays all of our rent. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed how you rationalized the Viking horns yeah. in, in the show. <laughs> I definitely, I recommend our, our listeners check that out. There's, oh, there's yeah. some really funny stuff there. We had to. We, you can't have a Viking without horns, but, you know, Vikings didn't have horns, but they would right. have <laughs> if they had only thought of it. <laughs> right. It's brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, there's like this, I've been watching so much Futurama lately. There's an episode where they're on the moon and the lunar lander is there, which isn't actually factually real. Like the lunar, yeah. lunar lander is not still on the moon. Right. But they had this little plaque in there that was like, placed here on the moon by the factual society or something like that to <laughs> rationalize it being on the moon. Right. I know. I love stuff like that. Yeah. We're a big fan of Futurama in our show too. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> you gotta be. It's funny. I I don't know if it's because our last movie really plugged into Futurama. Yeah. Or because it's on my mind, but I feel like I'm talking about Futurama too much. <laughs> this is like every episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <Sorry>. Nick. <laughs> Maybe you have a problem. <laughs> and so Gina is also now a host of a show on the Geek and Sundry Twitch channel. Mm -hmm. It's called Minds and Crafts. Tell us about Minds and Crafts. Yeah, it's a it's a fun little show where at the top we I teach my co-hosts uh, Stephanie Woodburn and Amy Dallin, who is also Curie from Future Girl. Um, I teach them how to make something. This week I've been teaching them how to make uh, Harry Potter wands. Oh, fun. Oh. Yeah, so I, I got a lot of glue gun scars the past couple of days. <laughs> but um, we're almost done with that. And then we 
go and switch into playing Minecraft with our community, and it's really fun, and we make them uh, build stuff for us with little challenges. It's really fun. We, we just challenge them to make haunted houses, so we're going to check my. that out in a couple days. Do the real-world crafts plug in thematically to what you do in Minecraft? Sometimes. We were trying to have them make uh, the Hogwarts castle in-game oh, while we wow. were making wands, but we, we couldn't do it. It was really sad. <laughs> I don't know. I've never played Minecraft, but that seems complex. It's yeah, a lot of blocks. Hard. It's blocks yeah. and ocelots and zombies. It's it's a whole thing. <laughs> There's ocelots in Minecraft? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I okay. haven't had that mod. Wow. That's <laughs> awesome. They're super great. They're just tiny box cats. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. They have those in Japan, right? <laughs> So Gina is joining us to watch what I think we've just learned is one of your favorite movies. Uh, Maybe a little bit. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. What, would you say one of your favorite Halloween movies or favorite movies in general? Uh, definitely top Halloween movies, but definitely yeah. also favorites in general because I don't know if you've noticed, but I look a bit like Wednesday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> That was always fun for me. <laughs> Style goals. Yeah, my, my I had a I had a I had a childhood friend whose dad always called me Morticia. Mm. Oh, nice. Because I just I just look like a tiny gothic baby. <laughs> <laughs> so of course the movie in question is The Adams Family from 1991. Yep. Uh, so yeah, this is uh, I think this is a pretty good Halloween choice. And I was doing a little research. This is, depending on how you look at it, the third or fourth version of The Addams Family. Of course, starting with Charles Adams' original one-panel cartoons in 19... No, not 1964. I've lost my date. Uh, 1938 is when he started wow. the comic. Wow. And it's basically the far side from 1938. Like, there's really? a one-panel. And I was they're pretty funny. Huh. Yeah, they're pretty good. Um, and of course, the second version is the 1960s TV show that that we all remember and love. Oh yeah, um, I love that set. The set oh, from yeah. the TV show is so great. Yeah, yeah but d the whole set is pink. Did you know that? No. no. Yeah, because it, it's black and white. So to get the sort of color variation, uh, red is actually the best gray tone on television. Huh. So oh. so um, the set of Adam's Family is mostly pink oh I gotta so which is so cool <laughs> so all right around the room monsters or adam's family Ooh, like the show because i really I, I i think i really like these movies more than okay the monsters yeah but the monster yeah. show was really good yeah, yeah but the show i think i might have leaned monsters on on the show version yeah I, I'm in agreement there. I think I'm more of a Monsters guy. Yeah, as a kid, I loved the Monsters. Yeah. But I don't think I ever watched the Addams Family TV show. Oh. Mm. So. Mm. What, what do you think, Gina? Uh, I, I go with Addams Family because yeah. Gomez and Morticia are just, you know, the ultimate. I'm not surprised. But, like, between the, oh, even in the TV show. Yeah. Still, okay, cool. Yeah. And, like, Lurch and Wednesday's little relation. It's cute. I love it. Yeah, it's true. Mm. So then there was uh, some some cartoon stuff. They started appearing in the Scooby-Doo cartoons, and then they had their own cartoon series. So that might have been third or fourth generation. But then there was the remake, the the movies in 1991, which is what we're watching here, um, which 
don't know. I, I think they did a really good job of capturing the vibe, at least of the TV show, you know, just felt like a new version of that with really great casting. Um, and it's kind of weird. Like you look at Raul Julia and Angelica Houston. And as I think about them, I think these were really famous actors before that movie, but I can't think of a single movie that they did before Adam's family. Did you, did they do? Well, Apparently, Angelica Houston was in This Is Spinal Tap. And oh, They wow. were both in a lot of stuff that I just didn't recognize. That's, wasn't she like the agent in Spinal Tap? Is that who she was? I'm not sure I've seen I Spinal Tap. Holy <laughs> shit, <laughs> Nick. I'm that is a movie that you would fucking love. Yeah, I know. I know. Whoa. Yeah. I can't believe you haven't seen it. That's a big gap right there. <laughs> wow. Yeah. There's a movie I've seen that you haven't? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. But, you know, for me, there there's two actors in this that I find particularly interesting and, and we're going to make Bryce talk here in a minute. Um, one of <laughs> course is Christina Ricci. No. I kind of think Christina Ricci is the star of this movie. She's amazing. Yeah. She's pretty Especially, amazing. especially in the second one too. That, that's her yeah. movie. Yeah. Well, she was starting to really become a star then. Like this was her third movie, I think. Wow. Really? She was in Mermaids <gasps> and then she was in The Hard yeah. Way and then there was this. And then she kind of got typecast as the creepy girl. Yeah. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. Like, she's awesome across the board, but she kind of became the, well, the I think creepy it, girl. Like, her face, too. She has, like, the perfect that, face for it, yeah, you know? That big moon face and the mm-hmm. black hair. The, yeah. Like, sort of sunken in eyes a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I don't mean it to sound like a uh, insult. Oh, I don't yeah, mean I, it to sound like a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> and so, of course, she was the obvious choice for the Casper movie. Oh, in yeah. yeah. Did any of you guys see Ice Storm, one of Ang Lee's early movies? No. 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 I remember her being really good in that. And then, of course, Black Snake Moan. I think she just oh, tears yeah. it up. That's right. I, I didn't see that. I don't think I ever saw it either. You got to check that out. That's, okay. That's an experience movie. Yeah, it's I loved good. her in Sleepy Hollow. <gasps> yeah. yeah, again, she was kind of creepy girl. Yeah, creepy girl. She was nineteen in Sleepy Hollow. Jesus. What? I thought she would have been much older at that point. Wow, yeah, yeah. she was still a baby. Interesting thing about Sleepy Hollow at the time, and I don't know if this has changed, but at the time, that was Christopher Walken's first on-screen kiss. Really? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, and Has it was he, kind of like a vampire sort of gross yeah. sort of biting like, somebody's face. Yeah, he eats her face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. He's just Literally. not a kissing actor. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, so has he had other ones? I don't know. It would be interesting was, to yeah. find out. That was his first and last. <laughs> Never again. Now I'm having this flash of like watching Sleepy Hollow and then there's that kiss and then Fred Savage jumps in. Is this a kissing book? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, Bryce, I'm going to make you talk a little bit about oh, no. my other favorite actor in this movie. And I don't know how recognizably is Christopher Hart is uh, is Thing, the disembodied hand. Oh. Now, we've seen Christopher Hart. He's a, he's a working magician. He's worked with David Copperfield. Um, and we've seen him perform, I think you guys were with me. At the Magic Castle? At the Magic Castle in oh. Hollywood. Hmm. Oh, lucky. And this does, he just does incredible dexterous stuff with his hands. So I guess you don't recognize the name at all? <laughs> you can't shake your head no on a podcast, <laughs> right? It's always well, it's the gag. I don't, I don't think Gina can even see you. It's just like this. Yeah, can't. she can't even see you. You guys just keep referring to someone slightly <laughs> Some, out of frame. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the gag. Yeah. 
But yeah, I think it's it's kind of a brilliant choice, and it's kind of fun watching this movie knowing that this is a guy who's just made it his entire life work to be just the most controlled person with his hands. And that sounds so weird. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> you might like him if you get to know him. Oh, God. <laughs> but I think he does some super cool stuff in this movie. He does magic in this? Well, again, and we've talked about this when we did our episode on Labyrinth, like it depends on what you consider magic. You know, things that are, you know, practical visual effects that walk that line between illusion and visual effect, I think he does some really cool stuff. If if I'm remembering, and that's our whole exercise, right? Maybe I'm remembering yeah. wrong. I do remember, like, as a, even as a kid when I watched this, that the hand very much felt like a character yeah. without having any lines or, like, having a face. I so. Yeah, I was just thinking, like... I was like, I don't remember how they did it. Was it CG? Was it a real person? But I guess you just I answered my question. I think he's wearing a green sleeve. But it's his real hand. It's a real hand. What's that? How do they handle the stump? That part's like probably if, CG. If, yeah, is it? I mean, well, it's 91. Is it CG? I don't probably. know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll curious to, to see how, that, how they did that. I'm not missing Christopher Lloyd, but Christopher Lloyd, of course, is in this. Um, we all love Christopher Lloyd. I don't know how much more to say about Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> um, I feel like he's not in this movie much. I could be wrong, and I will see that. He, he's in it. <laughs> I, I've, I Confirmed. reserve the right to be wrong. I often make mistakes. Wait, is it he? Uncle Fester. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's all coming back to me. Wow. Yeah. I haven't seen this movie since well, I was, was going to Yeah, when, when was the last time he all does. of you saw this? Uh, five years maybe for me. So that's not too long ago. Mm. Okay. Yeah, longer longer for me, I think. I think it's been a while. Yeah, I literally think I haven't seen this since I was, like, a kid. Yeah, oh, I can't tell you when I've seen it. That's so exciting. I, I remember yeah. liking it, though. Like, I really do yeah. remember watching it multiple times as a kid. But, yeah, I think it's yeah. been a long time. Yeah, I think this really falls into the experiment of our podcast. Because, like, I remember it fondly, but I don't know it that well. Yeah, totally. I did want to mention briefly, our director here is Barry Sonnenfeld, um, who I think is really interesting because he, before he was a director, he was an awesome cinematographer. He was the cinematographer for the Coen Brothers' first three movies before he turned to being a director. And two of my very favorite, Miller's Crossing and Raising Arizona. Oh, man. He's also DP on Blood Simple, which is not one of my favorites, but still. Um, So he had a really big career as an awesome cinematographer. And then this was his first director, directorial job. Um, and then he went on to do Get Shorty, then Men in oh. Black might be what he's most famous for. Oh, shit. And oh. Wild Wild West. Oh. oh. I, I actually remember really liking Wild Wild West, I'll I be know. honest. But there's no way that one holds up. I know it's probably horrible, but <laughs> it that's, was... That's a movie that I, don't, I didn't like, and then it was made amazing by the Kevin Smith story. Oh. Oh, yes. Oh, about the spider? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and you'll like this, Ash. Barry Sonnenfeld directed a few episodes of Pushing Daisies. Oh, which kind I of know. makes sense. Are you I a love giant Pushing, Pushing Daisies? Daisies? <gasps> yes. Me too. Yeah, and, and me as well. Yeah. We were it, just talking the other day how I can't see Lee Pace as like a bad anything. guy because I'm like, no, it's the guy from Pushing Daisies. Like, no. Yeah, he's so, the pie maker. He can't be I evil. Know. You're like, oh. <laughs> are you fan? Are you a fan of other? Um, Brian Fuller. Brian Fuller, yeah. Oh yeah. Are you excited about Star Trek? 
Yeah. <laughs> I cannot wait. It's going to be just brilliant. Yeah, I've it's, literally it's loved everything so he's done. Wonderfalls, yeah. everything. Like it's so. Hannibal's good. a masterpiece. I can't believe that show is on TV. I <laughs> I respect the art of Hannibal. I can't do it. Okay. It's too depressing. I I understand. Bryce is not allowed to see Hannibal. No, Bryce can't handle that stuff. It would be it would be bad news. In fact, I saw a picture the other day from Hannibal of like one of the sliced up bodies, and I was like, "Yep, we're never watching that show." Yeah. Bryce will not not. But sit it is for this. it is brilliant. Like I understand if you never see it, but it's very very good. We even started watching. Well, I've seen it, but I was like making Bryce watch Eye Zombie, and I was like, "I forgot they like dissect people in this show." Oh shit! <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" Yeah, that's tough. Are you a fellow goraphobe? Okay, so now I have to actually talk. Um, <laughs> it, it depends on the context. Like, I'm okay with, like, Quentin Tarantino gore, just, like, over-the-top senseless gore. Like, that doesn't bother me. Because it's, it's not real. Yeah, it doesn't. It's just, it, I don't know, it's disassociative or something. Okay. Yeah. But, like, if we get into, like, House of a Thousand Corpses or specifically, like, surgery. Torture. Torture or Torture surgery, surgery just, it gets to yeah. me. Like, so, like, the whole, was it fourth season of Game of Thrones? You were just noping out of there? There were definitely parts <laughs> of it, yeah. But, like, <laughs> I, like, like, a surgery in films for whatever reason, I can't handle that. Like, Or, like, I've never seen, what is it, a hundred and... 27 hours or Ooh, 100. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 27. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's the stuff hours. that's too real. Like the stuff that's like like comical or like battle gore, it doesn't seem as real usually, but when it's like, you know, I don't know. I'm okay right. with it, but he's not. So we don't watch it. Are you kind of the same thing, Gina? I like yeah, I can't I can't do the I can't do the torture stuff, but yeah, something like Army of Darkness, which is just like gallons of blood flying yeah. everywhere. It's like nah, whatever. There's one scene that's halfway in between this, which is the scene where oh fuck, what's his name? Uh Ed Shaun of the Dead gets ripped apart by the zombies at the end. Yeah, that one. I okay, closed much? my eyes on that one. Do you remember no, that, Gina? I, that one Wait, was in Shaun of like the zombie dead? stuff? Yeah, Shaun yeah. of the Dead at the when at the Ed end. At the end? Uh, Spoiler like, alert! In the in the bar when <laughs> uh, their shitty roommate gets pulled out yeah, the window. Ed. Yeah, Ed. Oh, it was Ed. Okay, yeah. I couldn't remember his name. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. gets all like, like is that oh, is that one? Oh, the shitty boyfriend. Yeah. yeah, that's who you're talking about. Oh yeah, no, that they, <laughs> <laughs> they, it's, they like it's they like cause... dive into his stomach. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. the pulling out of the intestines for me <laughs> that, that I can't handle. Yeah. That was definitely really gross and definitely got to me, but at the same time, it had an element of humor to it where it was a little so over the top. The, it was like, <laughs> I wasn't really sure how to feel on that or, scene. Or Turbo Kid and the, and the intestines Turbo bicycle. I love Turbo Kid. See, it doesn't gore. bother me at all. That is Turbo my Kid favorite. Is great. It's so good. Yes. I, I want to try to get them to watch so it. so badly. It's so that good. That movie's so good. Yeah. So that that good. is a gross scene, though, in Turbo Kid. That is pretty Oh, yeah, the, like, bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that yeah, whole, like, we went through a lot of trouble to set this yeah. up. <laughs> We're gonna do it. <laughs> so it seems like this is a good Halloween movie for your sensibilities. It's yeah. No, no, like gross surgery, realistic blood. It's just they're creepy and kooky and spooky and all that stuff. Yeah, it's like a Hot Topic store back in the old good old days. <laughs> Probably before Hot Topic. <laughs> Oh, the movie? Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Totally. This might have even caused Hot Topic to become a thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> so what do you think, Ash? What are you expecting out of this movie? I remember really liking it. I honestly 
don't remember a lot. I feel like it's going to be one of those movies where as I'm watching it, like I'm going to be remembering things like five seconds before they happen, you know? So I'm going to be like, oh yeah, that one thing. I have this like really distinct vision of the hand like running Mm -hmm. around, but that's about all I remember. I really don't remember remember anything else. You only remember a hand. I know, but I do remember also watching um, back at like Nick at Night. I would watch the Adams Family, the original TV series. So I remember really liking this world and these mm. characters. Yeah, I like I said before, I don't feel like I remember it too well. When when we first started talking about this movie, I was like, yeah, all right, that's probably going to be okay. It wasn't something that I was like thrilled about. Um, you really weren't. Yeah. So I expect I'm going to kind of like this and not not be super excited about it. That's kind of mm. where I'm sitting. I hope it rocks your mind. It, Me too. Hey, it could. <laughs> yeah. but, there was one time where there was a movie where you're like, I'm not excited. And then you're oh, it was the Pokemon movie. Yes. Yeah. Like, I love Pokemon this. movie surprised oh, me. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I haven't thought about the Pokemon movie in a long time. I saw that it was in theaters. It had a surprisingly yeah. compelling villain. <laughs> Nick, yeah. I don't know if Nick had seen Pokemon anything before right. that. And everybody's at the end. We're all just waiting to bitch about how terrible the movie was. I'm like, kind of liked it. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you should watch more anime. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this movie is is cool in the way I think it sticks really close to the TV show that everybody remembered. It did really just feel like they they hit that same tone. Um, of course, we're not going to watch the TV show right now, so I can't really weigh that afters. But yeah, I think I'm going to like it, but not be like crazy super excited. What are you expecting, Sam? Um, I'm really excited to watch this again. I remember really enjoying it, thinking it was really entertaining. And most importantly, I feel like they created really awesome characters that were just like fun to watch. So... Yeah, totally looking forward to it. Right. Brett? Yeah, I'm I'm excited because I remember liking this as a kid, but I think it was one of those ones where it was like a movie that was frequently on. Yeah, like on okay. Nick, Nickelodeon or something? Or? It was just, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it was know, on I TV like a lot. I remember um, seeing it a lot on TV as a kid. And uh, But there's one thing I'm really excited about, a scene from the movie. It's one of the, the popular clips that shows up on online. Uh, I won't, no, no spoilers, but there's a couple, I, I had forgotten about it and I was like, oh, that's great. And if the whole movie's like that, then this is going to be a great movie. So. Oh, I'm excited to know what those scenes are. Yeah. You'll have to tell us after. All right. So we, we can't gauge at all how you feel about this. Too, <laughs> <laughs> Can you finally enlighten us? Um, I watched this movie like less than a week ago. <laughs> Wow. Oh, oh, no. You cheated. I'm sorry. I didn't know. Oh, I, tell I didn't me. tell her. It's Ash. my fault. It's my fault. It's okay. No, I'm super down to watch it a lot. I used to watch it anytime it was on TV. So it didn't matter if I'd seen it a few hours beforehand. I'd be like, oh, it's on again. It's just that's where the TV <laughs> is staying. <laughs> so I love this film. Okay. So not much of a prediction. A confirmation. <laughs> confirmation. I'm just ready to convince you that you yeah. love it. All right. What do you think, Bryce? What do you expect? So I actually don't think I've ever seen this movie. What? Oh. I've, I've only ever seen the movie, which this is, of course, the sequel to, Patch Adams. Oh, damn um, it. But I've never seen this one. 
you got me so bad. <laughs> oh my god. So we're going to rewatch uh, the Adams Family. Uh, this is available on Netflix in the U.S. and your other standard renter rental services. Um, so it might be a good idea for you to pause the podcast, rewatch the Adams Family, and join us when you're done. It was like all MC Hammer music <laughs> and no Adams Family music. That did happen in the movie. <laughs> did it? Yeah. I did hear kind of the theme in the score just a little bit, but did they actually play the? In the beginning. Yeah, in the beginning. Oh. They were. Did oh. you fall asleep again? When they're, when they're <laughs> trying to kill the carolers. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. I have a very limited. <laughs> so we just rewatched The Adams Family. <laughs> How do we feel about The Adams Family? I'm, I'm looking at my notes. It was really good. Yeah. I really liked this movie. Yay! A lot. Gina's like, like smiling so much. <laughs> you yeah. know, you were talking about like you're going to remember stuff like as it's happening. Mm-hmm. There was that hole where she's doing the the first introduction with the German accent, and I had to write it down. But it was like it was coming to my mind. She's he was found in Miami, tangled in a tuna net. <laughs> like that had this little spark in my like I remember that. Oh, yeah. there was you know it's funny is I didn't remember a lot from the movie actually. So it was all it was like seeing it for the first time. It was really great. Like you know there was I think there was that one dance scene the. The Mushka. The Mushka. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, I remember this. And Sam said the same thing. But uh, otherwise, it was all gloriously new. You know, I was wrong. I thought the star of this movie would be Christopher Hart's hand. It turned out to be Christopher Lloyd's eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Or eye makeup, rather. (laughs) No, just the way he had those bug eyes, like the expressive eyes. And I was looking. I saw him blink once. The That's entire movie. Yeah. You were like counting his blinking. Well, I was like, I don't think he ever blinks. So I was like really <laughs> looking for it. He commuted, communicated so much with these big bug eyes. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. And he kept doing this, like the bug eye, like double chin, like heads all the yeah. way back as far as it can <laughs> Yeah. While we were watching it, I was like, how many hours did Christopher Lloyd spend in the mirror, like perfecting these faces? Yeah. He really built a character. <laughs> yeah. And, like, when he's on one side of the door listening through the door and Gomez calls him an imposter, just the way he's sort of, like, bounced back and he's, like, frustrated and, you know, <laughs> that little frustration dance he did. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. From from a lot of other people, it would have seemed, like, weird and, like, way too campy, but it was, mm-hmm. like, totally the character he made. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it yeah. fit in the world, too, because the world was, like, kind of cartoony, you know? At points, so it just kind of works. Kooky, yeah. Mysterious, spooky, yeah. Little well, not just spooky, like cartoony. (laughs) You know, like there's points where like they speed stuff up. Yeah. You know, or like it just seemed a little. Cartoon-y. And that was awesome when he was doing the sign language, and then he's like trying to write, but the pen doesn't work. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and the uh, Morse code with the spoon. Yeah. Just all in that high speed. It's really interesting watching this after we just went to the uh, Guillermo del Toro exhibit oh, at LACMA lucky. like yesterday. And it, it was like, oh, we're, we're in Bleak House, Guillermo's Bleak House again. Yeah. 
So yeah. it's it's there till November 27. You could definitely check it oh, out. Oh, I know. I'm going. It's really cool. I'm going. Okay. <laughs> I just haven't gone yet. So it's um, if those of those who don't know, uh, Guillermo del Toro has a house that where he's just collected all of this memorabilia from monster movies and lots of different, not just monster movies, but a lot of like, you know, monster comic books and magazines and props and props from movies. Yeah, yeah. and he's put like a big Paintings. chunk of it on loan to the L.A. Museum of Art through it was November twenty seventh. So it's hefty exhibit. There was a ton of stuff. Yeah, there was yeah. a lot of stuff. And we were I was hoping we would see original Adams cartoons, but we never did. But it was that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The movie looked like a, what was a cleaner version of Guillermo del Toro's yeah. house. Yeah. <laughs> a less cluttered. Less cluttered. Yeah. Less cluttered. Not what, that we think your house is dirty, Guillermo. I'm sure you're uh, listening. <laughs> Do not talk about my fucking house. <laughs> so the scene that I was talking about, that was... The, the yeah, the what was the one? Oh, that was yeah. the uh, the the school play. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that that was what you might have been talking about. The just the, that was so great. That's my favorite. I love that. Oh, I went to see the Evil Dead musical once, and I bought, yeah, but I bought tickets to the Splash Zone section because oh my god, because I was like, <laughs> if I'm going to this thing, I want to get covered in blood. And, and if that's on the table. Right? And I thought it was going to be like that scene in Adam's Family. Just like, <laughs> just turn and the limb sprays you with blood. But alas, it wasn't. It was just Kool-Aid. It was a sad oh. day. I know. <laughs> just like they but just at least like, it was tasty just, after. No. Have you ever gotten Kool-Aid no. in your eyes? <laughs> no. Oh. no. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a good day. It's not cool. It's not cool. <laughs> so there was something, a, a phenomenon that we talked about when we watched Labyrinth recently, which is women that I have a crush on as adults, seeing them in movies as children <laughs> is very creepy. Like seeing 11-year-old Christina Ricci with like, who kind of looks like the Christina Ricci I know now, it's 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 weird. It's creepy. It's like you're Christina Ricci, but you're not. Nick, this is a conversation we have like every single movie. It's, like what else? There was Labyrinth. It's pretty weird. <laughs> but when it happens, it's a weird thing. Like, For you, maybe? We, we need to just rename the show like Nick's Crush Cast. <laughs> <laughs> so like if you were dating someone and you saw a picture of them as a child, that would be creepy to you? I don't know. It's a different thing. <laughs> I think they have to really look like the old person. I think Christina yeah. Ricci, she looks almost exactly the same, just like somebody like shrunk her down. Gray. And yeah, yeah, shrunk her down. And Kirsten Dunst in Interview with a Vampire, same thing. Yeah, she does look the same. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll let the internet do that. <laughs> so I can't help but thinking of, and I think we've actually talked about it a few times, but I'm curious, Gina, if yeah. you've heard of um, Brian Fuller did a version of the Munsters called Mockingbird Lane. I remember that. Did you see it? I I never watched it, um, but I remember it was a thing that happened. Yeah. Wasn't it short-lived? Well, basically, it was like a movie-length pilot for a TV show, and they didn't do the TV show, but they ended up releasing it as like a Halloween special. And last I checked, it's still on iTunes, and it's fantastic. Is it? It's it's exactly what you want it to be. Like Jerry O'Connell is Herman Munster and you're like, oh, yeah. that's lame. And then you see it and it's like, huh, 
Like it's working. It's weird. Hmm. But Eddie Izzard is grandpa and goddamn, like it's perfect. Wow. I feel <gasps> like I might have seen this. So it's it's called Mockingbird Lane. If you look it up on iTunes, it's it's definitely worth checking out as like a a Halloween good time. Mm. No Google, don't Google search for Mockingbird Lane, the address. Stop. <laughs> yeah, let's go there. Stop. The comedy between the Gomez and Morticia and like every single thing that they talked about in this movie was like some weird sex thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was so great. It's like every time that happened, I'm like, oh, that's funny. That's gonna get so old the next time they do it. And then the next time happens and it's still funny. <laughs> And it strangely doesn't get old, and it really should. The writing is just so on point for this movie. Like, everything they say is just hilarious. You know, like, Wednesday, too, will just have this little quip that's just, you know, like the Girl Scout cookies. Like, are they made of 100% Girl Scouts? Like, it's so great. I love the part where Wednesday is going to, like, cut her brother with a knife. Oh, yeah, the mom. Yeah. Is that, She's like, is that for your brother? Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. Cleaver. Yeah. Because so they awesome. have all these little moments where you're like, oh, this is where they're normal. And then they spin it so lovely. And they don't make a big deal out of it. They make it very just like, this is, this is real. And it's, yeah. it played off so wonderfully. I love how they like make fun of all those like cliche things where she's like, play with your food, you know, and it's just so perfect. It's it's refreshing because there's so many of these remakes where they don't they clearly don't have the love for the characters that that I would like, you know, I always talk about 21 Jump Street was a great concept. Why make it a comedy? Yeah. You know, so it's like and, and of course, all the stuff they're doing with Superman. It's like they don't love the characters, so they're doing weird stuff to it. And this this movie, they love the characters. They love the concept, and they, they did it justice. Mm-hmm. It's refreshing. They really created this, like, vivid world and these, like, characters that every single one of them you love. The only one that I'm like, I wish he had a little something else is the brother because, like, everyone has, oh, like, Pugsley. this interesting thing. Yeah, yeah. he's mm. the only one that seems, like, kind of boring. Yeah. But everyone else is, like, amazing. Yeah. I don't remember the second one too much, but I definitely mm. feel like they went into the, the kids' characters a lot more oh, yeah. than the second one. The second one is oh. completely... That's why it's Wednesday's movie. They go to summer camp, and it's the best part. Oh, yeah. They get sent to summer camp, and it's just the greatest. Oh, man. So I have a question, because isn't the whole gag with Cousin It that no one knows if it's a he or a she? I thought that was the whole gag with Cousin It, and that's why it was Cousin It, because nobody knows. But in this movie, they clearly called Cousin It out as a man. I always thought that did was... Did they? The, <laughs> no, they did. The The lady who, like, falls in love with him at the end, she was like, he... Oh, and she, she was using... Okay. Yeah. I was like, because it could have been a woman under there. But I always thought yeah, I in the show really that was, like, the joke was that it's cousin it because nobody knows. Oh, oh I, I didn't remember. I didn't... I, yeah, I didn't think of it as it didn't know its gender, just didn't know the species. <laughs> yeah, I always <laughs> thought it was a, like, what? Yeah. what is that? Oh. <laughs> so remember before we started the movie, I said, 
I don't remember Fester being in it. Yeah. And, and of course, clearly I was wrong. Yeah. But now I remember another, what another it was. Another prediction well made. <laughs> well, I remember watching this movie, you know, thinking like at the time, first viewing way back when, like, well, they don't have Uncle Fester in it. They have this guy pretending to be Uncle Fester. I wish it was a movie that had oh. the whole family. Oh. And it took a while before I knew what was happening. So I think I still have that lingering memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel like Christopher Lloyd stole the whole thing. Although everybody you know, was pretty great. This might be, I guess it's a little controversial, but I thought he was a little bit over the top. Yeah. I just thought some of the face things like were a little distracting sometimes. Mm. Like sometimes it looks like he had Tourette's or something or was like having a yeah. seizure. When it, <laughs> yeah, it was like he was just being twitchy to be twitchy. Like when I'm like, okay, tone it down a little. The only but. thing on that that I felt was a little off was that he was a little too in character to be faster while he was still, like, technically not faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I totally believe he's faster, but at this point in the movie, I'm not supposed to yeah. know that. So I wish there was a little bit more of a contrast. Like, <laughs> oh, now I know, so I'm going to be extra kooky. You know what's, mm-hmm. what's funny, though, is, is, like, his a little over the top, I, I feel like he almost had to be that crazy to match um, the craziness of the family. Uh, well, it, the uh, Gomez, uh, Raul, mm. what's what is it? Raul Julia. I never remember his last name. Uh, yeah, Raul, but he's like, because he, he was crazy, just as crazy, but like somehow it came off as completely natural for him. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. It's like Ricardo Montalban. He's just a suave motherfucker. Yeah. He's like throwing a yeah. knife at the dude when he walked through the door and he's oh, like, yeah. I missed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I loved him and Morticia. Like, I totally forgot how great they were together I, on I screen. I told you, they're magic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they are. I read an interesting little blurb about Adam's family, how, uh, like, the weird family is actually, like, the loving, healthy relationship. Oh. And then all the other, like, normal couples, like, have all these weird problems uh-huh. and are, like, totally not healthy. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting, like, oh, just because they look weird and act weird, they have the most normal, quintessential, like, American romance. Yeah, Yeah. and they're the most accepting and open-minded family. Mm -hmm. Donating to charity and being very generous. (laughs) I love the idea that they, like, they donated it fully knowing that they were just going to rebid and buy it back. And that was their way of donating to charity. I love that, that they're just like, sure, you can have this thing, but we're going to buy it back. And, you know. (laughs) It's like when they pulled out those finger cuffs, I kept thinking of chasing Amy. Oh, God. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> well, we just watched Chasing Amy. How can you not look at finger cuffs? <laughs> I completely forgot about that. You're welcome. I don't know. I can look at Christina Ricci and be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So how do we feel about, and, and maybe this is what the second movie is all about, like the Adams Family in the real world. Like there's a little nugget of that. They're trying to like live out of the house. You know, the lemonade stand. Oh, yeah. Well, it sounds like that's what the second movie is, right, Gina? You're saying they go to like a summer camp? A bit, yeah. It's way more sort of them against the world or at least emerged in the world because in the second one, Fester gets like a wife. And so, yeah. And then the kids get sent to summer camp and there's like a whole thing where they bring in like a babysitter because they have a new baby. So it's a lot more 
outsiders with the Adams family sort of like separating them so that they're not that like we're the Adams family and we're amazing and everyone else is weird. It's like mm-hmm. the weirdo normal people start start invading their lives. I think it's fun, you know, but I don't know. Is it is it too like off of the the theme, you know? It's like it's not supposed to be a fish out of water story. Right. I don't know. I think they Everything just kind of, they just wanted to not do the exact same movie again, I think. But I think it's really only a fish out of water if they feel weird about it. <clears throat> and I think what makes it work is that the Adams family are completely comfortable with who they are. Yeah, they're never out yeah. of water. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. don't ever feel out of place, you know? Yeah. yeah, and even when they are in the real world and the Girl Scout cookie thing, like, they never feel out of place. No, and, like, Morticia talking to the teacher before the play. Mm. Oh, yeah. And she's like, I'm worried about Wednesday, and then her drawing, and she's like, oh, have you have you talked to that other girl's parents? Yeah. Like, she's too normal, you know? I always love... Or even the, just, like... I, I, oh, I, no, I just, I've always loved the line when she's talking about how, like, this is Calpurnia Adams. She was burned at the stake for seducing men and dancing <laughs> naked in the streets. But don't worry, we told Wednesday not till after college. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. It's like everything ends with this just really perfect punchline. Totally, and that's so great because it shows that they kind of subscribe to some social norms, mm-hmm. just like in their own way. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because at the end of the movie, they're like, torturing her and it's like weird because you're like okay this is something that they enjoy but for some reason but for some reason like i still understand well the brother and sister torture each other yeah i mean that's it seems like a normal thing in their life but you totally get like you know it's like you would peg these people as like oh they're bad people because they're handing knives and stuff to their children but in this moment you're like no i get that these other people are bad and these you know it just works out so perfectly like they're still the good guys even though they're not at the same time yeah the the one thing and i don't want to talk too much about the monsters but one thing i always loved in that was um i forget her name but the daughter was like traditionally beautiful girl and all the family just thought like, oh, it's too bad you're so unattractive. And like yeah. all of the normal people thought she was beautiful, including the audience. But it's like, uh, it's I think it was Meredith. Like, oh, too bad about Meredith. Like, that, I always thought that was a good. Idea. <laughs> I forgot about that. And she goes out on her date and everything. Yeah. So let's let's kind of go around the room and get our our individual thoughts. Um, so, Sam, what did you think? Uh, I still loved it. I was really entertained. It's pretty much what I thought. The characters really drove home the whole movie and made it just awesome. So, I don't think, like, the story is anything, like, spectacular, but it doesn't need to be because the characters are so great and they just carry it. Did it feel 25 years old? No, surprisingly. I mean, parts of it felt a little dated, but not like, yeah, not like a lot of other things. I feel like Idiocracy, which we watched just before this, felt way more of the era than this one. Yeah, The only thing that really gave it away was the MC Hammer stuff. Yeah. (laughs) And just like you said, the plot was very, like, simple, kind of just like Idiocracy. The plot was very simple. But for some reason, that didn't bother me in this movie, like, at all. Because it was very character-driven. Yeah. And maybe because it's a very Victorian or Dickensian 
environment, yeah. which is more timeless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I've seen Id- Idiocracy, and that's very, like, 90s future. Yeah, totally. A- and this is sort of has its own style and world and charmingness that that's like a layer that doesn't feel real to us so it's harder to place mm-hmm. it in time and i think you you literally i this is just a, an assumption and it could be wrong but i think you could watch the show from the 60s and then immediately go to this movie and feel like no time has passed yeah totally and it all feels like grounded in the same time and space yeah i could see that there's nothing really to tell you what decade it is it's kind of interesting Except for the tombstone ad. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like blatant real... tombstone ad. <laughs> Even, and I love that line when uh, Gomez is depressed and like, let's go for a drive. A drive? And Miss Gilligan? Like, <laughs> I like that it's a 1960s show. You know, and even the tombstone ad is kind of on theme. Yeah, exactly. Like, that would it's be great. the pizza that is advertised to the Adams family. Yeah. What do you think, Brett? Yeah, I mean, the uh, the trouble with movies like this is that it's hard to really come up with any any real criticisms for it because it was so so good. Like I almost wonder if we were talking about the fish out of water thing with the with the second one, and it's almost like these characters you could just throw them in any situation and it would be a good movie. And I don't know of a of a plot you could really give these guys where it would be like the wrong story to tell with them. Because because if just the characters are so strong that they you could just put them anywhere. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. But anyway, it, I really liked it. Yeah, I don't really have I don't really have anything super intense to talk about with this one. because it, it was just really enjoyable. And I'm glad we watched it. I kind of feel the way I felt after Labyrinth, which was remember before Labyrinth and before this, I was like, well, I remember it being good, but I don't really remember enjoying it that much. I'm kind of like blah on it. But I really enjoyed the whole thing. Yay! Okay. Yeah. I was nervous so, you were yeah. about right. to be like, and I still was kind of mad on Labyrinth. I was <laughs> yeah. like, And it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's, I, if you hear our Labyrinth episode, like, I worship Jim Henson. But that movie, like, I didn't remember it well, even though we'd seen it recently. And listen to our, our Labyrinth episode. Don't worry, I defend Labyrinth. Don't okay. worry. Good. Yeah, Ash loves Labyrinth. Hardcore. But yeah, in both cases, it's like, yeah, this is really good. I guess it's just time has dulled it, you know. Mm. But yeah, I'm totally on board. So you liked it? Yeah. That's yeah. It. yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying I really okay. liked it, even though I expected. <laughs> oh, okay. Time dulled my expectations. Let's rephrase this to be in the positive. Yeah. You liked this movie a lot, and it exceeded Yes. There you go, yeah. Ah, get it right, man. <laughs> <laughs> You say you're saying I can't talk. You're like phrasing it in like a, a like double negative sort right. of like. Yeah. Well, I was trying I to frame did it. Frame it. Not like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like. I was trying to frame it around the expectation I set in the beginning, but yeah. I was trying to be morbid and dark. What did you think, Ash? I loved it. I it reminded me about everything I love about like Beetlejuice and Nightmare Before Christmas. There was also Beetlejuice dripping off of this thing. Yeah, it was great. I felt more so Edward Scissorhands. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. I see it. Like with the normal lady, especially with the lady that marries cousin It, which mm. is all pink and pink. Oh, yeah. Just oh. like the gothic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the sort of 60s clothes vibe. Yeah. I could see that. Well, yeah, for Edward me it Scissor was... Edward uh, is that fish out of water story yeah. in a good way. Yeah. For, for me, it was Wednesday Asnum 
Wait, you haven't seen Edward Scissorhands? Not all the way. Oh my God, wow. we have a new Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, I I saw it very recently. Oh wow, me too. It, of course, of course, it's amazing. Yeah. But for me, it was like um, for Beetlejuice, like it was you know Lydia and Wednesday are very sort of oh, similar yeah, characters. Okay. You know, I get that vibe from them. But yeah, it's like everything. I I love that style of film I don't know why I haven't like seen it since I was a kid I'm really surprised because yeah. I really adored this it was funny it was witty it was well written um everything about it was great in fact there's stuff that they even did that just like blows my mind like I really think that the CG well I guess it wasn't well the CG on the top of the hand but for it but like the green screen for it was oh, like thing. the thing or thing sorry yeah. yeah was really great it really held up and I do think that was a great performance oh you know, yeah where he's like clutching onto the bumper of that car yeah you really get that he's a character yeah. like you said Sam before or even when he's like looking in the window and he sees Morticia getting tortured and he he startles. Yeah. You see it yeah. on and the when hand. He does finish with the Morse code with the spoon and yeah. he's just exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. And that's all communicated. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And you understand that. You know how he's feeling, which is remarkable for something that doesn't have a face. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. And you know what's you know what's fun about that too is uh half of the time, like there were some I'm sure there were some obvious ones that you could think of, but like half of the time thing was a, a robot really what? yeah hmm. oh like when he was massaging his head i was yeah, thinking like that, that. Oh, or I like see that. when he's running around with the car uh, that was the obvious one oh. uh, i do remember seeing but there's but there's that a blend of, of cg and realism really helps like Jurassic yeah Park. and like yeah, the, like the mechanical hand looked as good as the real hand in every scene yeah. it was in <laughs> yeah it was just well just like all parts of it like the hand like acting and then like whoever was manning the robot also yeah. did a great job. Yeah, so. totally. And then, you know, there's things that they did too where I was just like, how did they do that? Like when Fester has like steam or like, oh. I don't know what coming off his shoulders. Swamp gas. Yeah. In the very when he first shows up as Fester to the Adams family, it's like we we're thinking. I was like, "How do they do that?" And Brett was like, "Maybe dry ice." Like I don't know. Yeah, that's a practice. But I love that you know they did these practical effects instead of you know CG that yeah. you would see today. They had some, but it was it was a good healthy mix. Yeah, totally. Except for the tornado scene. Yeah, the tornado scene. Yeah. Like something something went wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> someone didn't choke that green screen mat <laughs> enough. Yeah. So what do you think, Gina? Did it still hold up from two months ago? <laughs> a week ago. A week ago. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours well, ago? I, I mean, I don't know if you guys could tell, but I pretty much hate this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can. You no, look it's the best. It holds up every single time. I watch it every year, multiple times a year. I love this movie. It's just so charming and lovely, and the characters just adore each other, and it's so wonderful. It's such a great family film about just, like, loving your family. It's so wonderful. Yeah. yeah. It's all about forgiveness and accepting everyone, and it's just great. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's a good little nugget. So, Bryce, what did you think? It was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bryce. I like how you added the chair creaking in just to be, like, creepy <laughs> yeah. like the house. Indeed. You know? 
Yeah. It's mysterious and spooky. No detail goes overlooked. <laughs> Spare no expense. So for much more of Gina, you should definitely check out Future Girl. Just do a quick search on YouTube for Future Girl. And I mm-hmm. guess, uh, where are you going for the uh, for the Twitch channel? Uh, Twitch.com. Okay. And then you just search for the handle Geek and Sundry. Right. Yeah, I think it's I also twitch.com slash geek and sundry will work yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay. And those yeah. are on ah, a certain get with day the times, and time, right? Nick, get with Correct. The times. Yeah. My show's Thursday at noon, noon to two. Excellent. Crap minds and crafts. Mind- minds and crafts. Crafts and minds. Crafts and minds. That's a whole other show. Yeah. Yeah. And you must be on Twitter. I am on Twitter. I'm at Genosaurus with two S's because that was taken. Oh. I know. We must have her killed. I, I'm just, always. Every, everyone's about those dinosaurs. Yeah. I'm always mustache because you can put ash, but somebody took that as oh. well. Dang it. I know. It's always the worst when someone takes it and then you look it up and they're not even active. I know. They just like, they got it and then just left it and you're yeah. like, just you're delete like, it so I can have the handle. Yeah. Yeah. And at this uh, point, if you have kids, you have to choose that kid's name according to what URLs are available so the kid can have their <laughs> URL. Find out you're pregnant and then you go and like instantly open up their Gmail account. So yeah. Yeah. Like, whatever, whatever. You guys are laughing, but I know people have done that for Facebook accounts for their children as babies. That's real, man. Really? Fine, yeah. So what, they turn 12 and they have like this fully fleshed out Facebook yeah, page? I guess so. guess that's the idea. Which is against the terms and conditions. Like my nieces were trying to do Facebook and you can't until you're like 13. Oh, really? But somehow they were cheating it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they cracked you down. You just... Fake the like age. It just asks. Yeah, you yeah. You age. just pick any year older any than year. thirteen. You can ago. lie on yeah. the internet. Oh, ne- oh man. <laughs> Favorite when you watch like an R-rated movie and asks you for your age. Yeah, and it's like. Oh, yeah. Fucking really? Like, why? I, every There's time that happens and you've got to plug in your age, I plug in my accurate age, and the whole time I'm like, this is stupid. Why am I putting my real age? Why don't I put something else? And I just. Oh, yeah. The when whole you try time, to get like, into like this a whole website. exercise is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I just like. I just look for anything lower than a certain amount. I'm like, okay, I know 21 is here, so I just select and move just, on. Yeah, you just flick, flick the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Everything. <laughs> oh yeah. Maybe I that's why I got back. Some of them go where you're like, this would de- this, yeah. I would be dead. Like <laughs> I would not be an alive person anymore. 1891. What? <laughs> yeah. I, no. I've thought about that. Like, granted, somebody from who was born in 1929 might be around, but they're not watching the trailer for Arkham Knight. Uh, no. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Do you think they put that in there just to like calculate how many people are lying? Because <laughs> those people know. are the ones that are selecting. Yeah. It's really like this psychological experiment. Yeah. Just being, like, how accountability affects lying. Well, thanks for watching a movie with us, Gina. I'm, I'm glad we had <laughs> something that you enjoyed. I'm really glad this was our movie. So thanks for having yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. And have a great Halloween. I plan on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> If you like the show, this is part of the Last Dash TV network of content. It's this show. We have a YouTube channel at Last Dash TV. Yeah, and it's got a drinking show and video game parodies and all kinds of crazy, crazy comedy things. Yes, and the 
final return of the Hunger Games, we will have an episode hopefully out by Halloween if I can <laughs> find the time, but where we Ouch. make uh, puking pumpkin cookies, which is really fun. You can subscribe to us on YouTube at, and we're Laugh TV on there. You can also follow us on Twitter at Laugh TV. You can follow this podcast specifically if you said fuck all that other stuff. I don't care about your pumping, pumpkin puking cookie things you can follow <laughs> us at let's rewatch on twitter and tweet at us tell us what sort of movies you would suggest for us to watch also we every time we watch a movie we do this fun thing where we post a picture like a screenshot from the movie and we say guess the movie and then whoever guessed it from now on we're gonna start calling you out on the podcast so brian J guess the Adams family today for this movie. So thanks, Brian. Good job. So in the time that you posted the picture and we watched the movie. Yeah. Somebody guessed it. He's already guessed it. Wow. People I are think, really good at guessing these movies. Yeah, people, I think I'm posting too easy because people are getting. I don't think you make are. Make them harder. I thought it make was hard. Yeah. I don't, the only one that no one has ever gotten was Labyrinth. The picture I posted for Labyrinth. How is possible? I posted I a picture of the in a heartbeat. I know. I, I was, I don't know. but um, Like the town hall clock? Like the clock that like David Bowie has that's like 13. Oh, the like 13th hour clock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did no one I get that? Know. I don't know. Weird. But, Maybe um, I'm just weird and I've seen that movie too many times. I know. <laughs> Because we were recording at like six o'clock on a Friday night. Yeah, maybe it was Friday. Oh, yeah. Everybody was partying. Our listeners have yeah. no lives except for us. <laughs> but uh, do tweet at us. You can also write us an email at uh, we're laughstash or um, wait no sorry wrong one. <laughs> you can email us the podcast. It's let's rewatch at gmail.com. You can tell us your thoughts from the show. Um, if you have like interesting facts from maybe some of the movies we've seen that we didn't cover like send us those if you have movie suggestions if you have feedback um send just help us way. plan and create the show yeah uh, <laughs> send us content <laughs> so that we have something to talk about and if you guys liked the show or hated the show please give us a review on itunes or google play music because we really appreciate your feedback and that's what helps others to watch or load our show so we do this every two weeks so make sure your podcast feeds are all up to date and join us again in another two weeks for another episode of let's rewatch yeah, next time we're going to be watching Badass 3, Badasses on the Bayou. What? <laughs> Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. Oh, no. Yeah.